Welcome to the My Three Dudes Podcast, where glory lives forever and dreams never die. Each week, Andy, Justin, Luke, and Steve rate tasty beverages and go to war over some hot takes. So grab a can, dude fam, and listen to the dude share the opinions you never asked for. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the My Three Dudes podcast. Thank you for joining us once again. You've arrived at season two, episode four. We are shuffling right along here in season two. Last week was our the GOAT episode, two, three. We've moved on to two, four now, throwing around some names earlier. Maybe this is the Kobe episode. Maybe it's the Rainbow Warriors. Maybe it's the Jeff Gordon episode with the two, four, but... We've done it. Who who knew that almost a year ago today that we would be this far into it? I can confidently say all four of the dudes on this podcast knew 100% that we would be here. And we're continuing to grow. A lot of exciting things and big plans coming to you in 2021. I have a fun episode ahead for you tonight. Had a lot of good interactions on our My Three Dudes Instagram account. Please keep interacting with us there. Check out our website. Hit us up. Keep sending us more ideas. We are going to put them into action. Again, very excited about some things to come in 2021. But tonight we're going to drink a little beer and we're going to talk about a little bit of music. Ooh. So a couple of my faves. Fun night ahead. Gentlemen, what do you say we crack open some brews and get this party started? Let's get it started in here. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, what was that word they called, Steve? Party, party maker? Party shaker? No. It was angry. It was, it was a very big word to describe angry, Steve. Acrimonious. Oh, oh yeah, acrimonious. Steve, are you acrimonious tonight? Uh, in my life, mo- mostly. Acrimonious <gasps> Jones. Coastal Carolina. BYU. Acrimonious. <laughs> Steve, uh, I saw you finish off your pre-pod beer. Are you ready to crack open yeah, let's go pod in. beer? Can I? Crack it open? And tell us the tale. All right. So last week I got a hazy wicked weed beer and I didn't like it. 2.5. I got very soft. So today I wanted to give wicked weed another try because every other wicked weed beer I've had, I like. So I have a coastal love, hazy IPA, wicked weed. I love the can. Looks great. A uh, very retro, sharp, um, sherp, sherpa derpa, six point three percent. So is it retro? Is great. it retro in the sense that the style? Because beer cans didn't look like that retro wise. So no, 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 no. It's a it's a retro color scheme. Retro, like not from a beer perspective. It's almost like Barros, but not really. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so looks like a seventies commercial. And now that it's uh, very well shaken up from me for our vlog that we're going to do. Oh, easy. Save some for us. It is hazy. It's hazy. Uh, you, it's, it's thick. Oh, I wouldn't call this drinkable, you guys. It's thicky, thicky, thick. Thick and hazy but, like a morning fog. But it's much better than last week's Wicked Wheat. Um, it just said it wasn't drinkable. 
No, and when I say drinkable, I mean like thin and not heavy. This is a little heavier. Not, not drinkable was not a derogatory term. 3.75. All right. I'm at 3.75. I, I can't explain the flavors. The mouthfeel is a little sour and dry. But uh, yeah, That's I'm pretty good. 6.3%. 3.75. Endless Love mm-hmm. by Wicked Weed. Coastal Love. Coastal, Coastal Love. love. Hazy IPA. It's it's it definitely has that hazy sour uh, back end, but uh, I'm in. I'm drinking this ten out of ten times versus last week's. Mm. That guava tastes like grapefruit, and I like grapefruit guava. last week. Is it what is it? Is it tequila? No. It's guava. I'd like to refer back to the tape of last week. I feel like your whole acrimony, acrimony, was rooted in grapefruit. No, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I know it tasted like grapefruit, but grapefruit wasn't on the can. False advertising. Don't leave me on. You know, it was very uh, last week. I don't want to talk about last week. I live you don't in the like present. sneaky grapefruit. You like to be told grapefruit's coming and you want yeah. to be prepared. Yeah. Give me that squirt soda. No, I mean, like y'all ain't has squirt. What now? You ain't has squirt? No. Hang on. You guys don't know squirt? I the know brand. what squirt is. It's, it's Sprite. <laughs> no, it's grapefruit Sprite. It's thick. It looks like a hazy IPA hmm. without the alcohol. Like a whole other country y'all are from. Yeah. Don't, don't say y'all Connecticut. Y'all squirt. Y'all squirt. <laughs> like, anyway, 3.75. 3.75 Coastal Love by Wicked Weed. Boy, you can't Google squirt the drink no more without something bad popping up. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> All right, we're going to move over to Laser. Laser's going to focus in on his beer of the week um, and tell us yep. all about it. Um, I'm glad you came to me next, just for the mere fact that I was ready to crack mine open, too. Um, I've got a little little uh, local brewery, the Unknown Brewing Company, and this is called the Teleporter. Stop me if you've had this. Never had it. Sounds mm-hmm. great. Teleporter. It's a uh, porter made with Enderly coffee. Not sure what that is. Oh, yeah. That's that a local a coffee pr- coffee chain in oh, Charlotte. Okay. All right. yeah. and, uh, coffee French shop in Charlotte. Broad chocolate. The French broads. Um, so those are two things I'm not familiar with. Um, <laughs> French broad is uh, in Asheville. French broad chocolate. Yeah, I don't think they shave their pits, right? That's what, yeah, that's what I'm saying. On. But they got nude beaches. <laughs> right. Not this, not <laughs> not this time of year. <laughs> not in the winter. <laughs> Uh, this is a porter brewed with coffee and chocolate. It's uh, one pint. It's a six point seven percent alcohol by vol. Um, here we go. Let's give it a let's give it a, give it a taste. Can somebody bring me a glass? I'm just kidding. Uh, Lee got the best can open. So can we can we all agree on that? No. <laughs> Hater. Hmm. I don't know how I feel about it. It's not ter- it's not bad. It's drinkable. <laughs> Interesting because Justin's been drinking a porter all night. So his, his yeah. mind is in the porter setting. I think I, I like it. It's the, uh, it's the coffee that's throwing me off. It, it, it has a coffee flavor. And I, what I like about this, not that I would want to drink a lot of them, but it, it's not a sweet coffee. It's very uh, kind of a dry coffee, if that's a, if that's a term. It's a soft J. But, um, yeah, it's more like a, uh, I'd compare it to a French roast with no cream or sugar, you know, just kind of black. Okay. 
that make sense? It does. Mm-hmm. So uh, for that, for that reason, um, so Steve gave his high three, 3.7 out of four. I'll, I'll, um, I'll go 3.5 out of four, I guess. Yeah. Nice. Wait, did you say 3.5 out of four? You go to five. <laughs> you can go. Did he really? <laughs> well, he did it again. I will go four, four out of five. <laughs> four out of five. <laughs> Hey, at, who are we adding? At Swartout. Oh, like Steven three seven five. I thought that was really high. I was like, man, that's, <laughs> it's a good score. It is it's a good score. It's a score. solid B. When he especially when he said it wasn't drinkable, I was like, damn, he went no, high. I'm sorry, that was drinkable beer. It's drinkable. It's just like it's not like something I'm going to chug six of. Like you know, Bell's too hearted. Two of them, right? Uh, I'll drink a twelve pack of those. Oh my god. <laughs> Steve, you'll drink anything. We've been around you. <laughs> um, no, I, I honestly, like if I went to Starbucks in the morning, they poured this in my cup and I didn't know it. I'd be all right. All be right. Okay with that. My dad's drinking a White Claw on his way to work every day because he thinks it's a LaCroix. You see what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Got a couple of Crocs. Right. Brought with <clears throat> it's just them more Cruxes, low Cruxes. Yeah, I love those little Crocs. Yeah, so teleporter, unknown, serviceable. 3.5 serviceable or 4? Four. Four. Four, 4 out of 5, teleporter four by five. Unknown Brewing. Unknown Brewery. Shout out. They're uh, over what, on Main Street? Is that where they're at? That's right. Right up the street from the stadium. Mm-hmm. All right, Luke, what you got? All right, so I uh, hit up the Craft Beer Kings, a little order. Um, got something that we can all drink next week. But um, got this one from Wild Mind Artisan Ales. And they are out of, so Craft Beer Kings out of California and Wild Mind Artisan Ales are out of Minnesota. So this beer has traveled. It's now in North (laughs) Carolina. So it has traveled the world, I think, or at least North America. Um, It's called Planetary Shoes. You guys can see the shoes and where the planets would be. I assume. I don't know. I'm not Neil deGrasse Tyson. But if you were. Ooh, did, you, <laughs> did you hear that? thought it was going to explode on me. It was a little squirt. Oh, you get a little squirt on the bevel. All right. So this is a smoothie style sour ale that's brewed with pineapple, mango, lime, and milk sugar. And then it's dry hopped lightly with Azica, which is... Oh, uh, yeah, Azica. Well, I believe Azica, I'm probably saying that wrong, but I believe those are more... where Thor's from, right? Well, but those are more of your uh, citrusy hops, I believe. Um, Man, I'm not going to lie. You said about 16 words there. I I have no idea what you said. (laughs) I'm going to take it as disrespect. Watch your mouth. Oh, look at that glass. Mm. Ooh. Sexy. It's thick. I guess that's why it's called a smoothie style sour. Yes. You're, you're a smoothie oh, style sour. Ooh. Oh. It's more. That's really Take good. One more sip. I'm gonna see, I'm gonna see the next reaction. Do third. No, that's good. <laughs> one more. Come on. Oh my gosh, look at that. Look at him. That is thick. His eyes roll back. Look how thick that is. Thick boy. Yeah. D- D- yeah. what she said. T H I C C. I'll tell you, it is it is very good though. 
Um, yeah. This one only has 258 total check-ins. So pretty mm. excited to... Uh, low pop. That's a low pop is what we call yeah, it. Yeah, it's only 4.5%, which most yeah. your sours are pretty pretty low on the uh, ABV. But I'm going to go with mm. a uh, solid four dude cans on this mm. one. Mm, four to four, nice. Um, 100%. <laughs> A lot, of, <laughs> a lot of tropical flavors. I saw someone on Untapped described it as a thick tropical bomb, and that's a pretty good description because it is. Huh. I feel like I'm what's in a bomb. What's a bomb? Like a don't. I don't want to drink a bomb. Yeah, I don't know if I like bomb. I would like. Can't say bomb on an airplane. I said. I said bomb. <laughs> Anyways, Planetary Shoes 4.0. Oh. Planetary right. Shoes yep. by Wild Mind Artisan Ales. Yep. I wonder if our uh, friends up in the middle central part of, a, of America, Jason Weekly, has had this. I shouldn't say his full name. I'll take that back. Oh, oh. Say our, <laughs> just say our friend. JW. JW. Call him. JW. Jason Jeekly. Jason, let us know. <clears throat> Wild Mind, Artists and Nails. Hey, Dubs. Shout out. Up in the land of 10,000 lakes. Yep. Andrew, All what right. are you drinking on? I have a, uh, bought this a few weeks ago. Finally cracking it open. I think I gave some of these away. This is the J. Murray Atkins Library. Oh, man. What you told me? I, I've been hanging on to mine. Like Jamie this Murray? This is a lager with kiwi and lime added. That can't be good. So for the kids at home, J. Murray Atkins Library, the name of the library on the campus of the University of North Carolina in Charlotte. And uh, this brew is made by, uh, it's brewed and packaged by Triple C Brewing Company down in the south end part of Charlotte. So a mm. little love for UNC Charlotte with a little lager here, J. Murray Atkins Library. I do love the simplicity and the consistency of the triple C they, uh, labels. They spelled it basically the way we say it. Uh, my wife would say that I say library. <laughs> I think I say library. Don't enunciate. Like be yourself. Do you. No, I, I think I say library. Yeah, a library. Lot. I feel like, um, did Dixon give us these? Because I feel like the night you gave it to me, it was gone. Yeah. I think you were the first yeah. one to get it. I bet. So I think that's funny when I, when I see that and I'm like, oh yeah, library. That's exactly how I say that. <laughs> you should show that to, to your wife. I almost said her name. Be like, duh, see, I win. I'm right. I'm right. She say you almost said her name. I'm going to crack this open again. This is a yeah. lager. I'm not usually no a name. big fan no of lagers, <laughs> but this has kiwi. I know Justin's a big fan of kiwi being in a big New Zealand guy. Mm-hmm. Love it. <laughs> kiwi and lime. Added to this. It's where they shot uh, Lord of the Rings. Mm. Ooh, the notes. Okay. I smell those uh, those notes coming right at me, especially the lime, very lime forward. Let's let's give it a sip. How is it? Actually, pretty good. I think the. Uh, if we're very lime, I don't know if I could pick out a kiwi flavor, but definitely that lime, uh, I think it smooths out, makes the lager, kind of lifts the lager. Oh. Maybe like a uh, bud lime <laughs> would also do. 
<laughs> nice comparison. But this is a t- this is a tasty beverage. Pretty low octane. This is a four point five percent alcohol by volume. Um, I think this would be pretty good out on the golf course on a uh, warm spring day. Crack open one of these. Uh, I'm a fan. I like it. You like it so much, you're going to rate it how many dude cans? I'll, I'll give her a four. Pretty solid. For the library. The old library. I spent some time in that library. Doing what? Looking at microfish. <laughs> microfish? Hey. Where's all his microfish? Oh no, are we, microfish are we imitating already? No. <laughs> so I think um, anytime you have a good cold brew, it's good to have a little, maybe a little snack with that as well. Mm. So I think I'm going to rip open a snack. Had a fun little trip with Dude Steve on Saturday yeah. down to the Super G International Market on Independence <laughs> Boulevard. Dude date. What an experience. Ate soup in the parking lot. It was a lot of fun. Yes. But then we went back in and found some snacks. So, gentlemen, I have a, I have a Chim D. Chim D. Did I pronounce that right? Chim D. It's racist, Dixon. This is a fried shrimp chins snack, including real shrimp chins. And they are high in calcium with original shrimp flavor. I didn't know shrimps had chins. I mean, if it's made with shrimp, wouldn't it have the shrimp flavor? Now, I also have... How to, tell me how to pronounce that, Steve. Kodebop. Guys, y'all so racist. Hell. And on here, it Lunar does New say... It gives, it gives me English in here for, for the simple Kodebop. mind that I Kodebop. This says Wang Kodebop Chung. seasoning. Wang. Oh, everybody have fun tonight. Wang. Seasoning. Quang. It looks like it has goldfish. I feel like this is a little goldfish knockoff. I don't know if they're shaped. Quang. What like is goldfish? Are they shaped like goldfish? We think. Looks like a lot of different shapes. So I'm gonna go for the shrimp. This is there's a lot of air in this. This is a this is a tight bag. All right. Probably. Far- so let's preface this. Do you like farm raised shrimp? Do you like scrimps? Me? No, Dixon. I know you I like do. shrimp. We're gonna start. A, oh, I love shrimp. Yeah, that's our. I don't know about a shrimp <laughs> chip though. That's our shrimp. <laughs> that smells like a shrimp cocktail right there. That's what's up. Tastes like shit. Ugh. All right. Something should be left in their yeah. modern state. Not no, race in the back. Just because y'all. I mean, no. I I'm a, I'm a, I grew up on that shit. I don't need my wings. Chips taste like burgers. So I would. These are, I would totally. Yeah. <laughs> these literally like little shrimps. No shrimp. Are they shrimp flavor. I mean, I these look like. Chin. Didn't you say chins? Are they dehydrated shrimps? I think there's a there's those. Um, I mean, they do. Oh, with, what, are those, what are those? What are those water monkeys called? Um. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sea monkeys. <laughs> sea monkeys. <laughs> I think you just ate some sea monkeys. Like Jason, come on, honest. Honesty. I don't get a lot of. Let me see. <laughs> now the smell, strong shrimp smell. I, it's not backed up by shrimp flavor. It's really tastes like a very, very light chip. But I'm not getting a ton of. 
So it tastes like a Ruffles. <laughs> I'm not getting a ton of shrimp flavor out of it. So was it made of the, the casing of a shrimp? Is that what it is? Chin. I think maybe it's like, it said chin, didn't it? So I'm assuming what happens. A shrimp chin? How many chins is I, that? It's what I said earlier. What the fuck are y'all talking about? Like the number one ingredient is shrimp chins. And I, I'd like to start Googling. It and said find shrimp out. chins. Like C-H-I-N-S. Where's the chin of a shrimp? Can we, yeah, they can don't we look think at this? Chin? Think on the chins. I feel like. I feel like y'all. I mean, it, they probably do have chin, but that'd be a lot. Of, that'd be a lot to make a chip out of. Yeah. That's a lot of shrimps. Feels like a shrimp is all chin, right? No, it's all booty. They cut the head off and then it's like all a knuckle. Yeah. Mm. All right. That is the, if anybody wants to try these, these are chim D fried. Is D, am I pronouncing that or is it, is this a division two chip? Chim D one, one. Oh, true. Chim D two. Yeah. You didn't get the scrimps I got. This is like the um, Western Kentucky of chips. Oh, Padula, Paducah. All right. Now I'm going to go to the Wang seasoning chips. Wang, mm. Kore Bop. Kore Bop. Everybody Wang Chung tonight. I'm going to say they put a lot of air in this. Ugh. What, Dixon? Is this also shrimp? I don't know. It's Kore Bop. Let me smell. A shrimp chin is the part under the head of the shrimp. Thank you, Dick. <laughs> Thank you, Dick. <laughs> All right. So I, this, I don't think there's shrimp in this. I think this is just a seasoned ch- chip. And they're shaped like hollow turtles is what I would call that. Hello, turtles. Or like um, space invaders. Is that like the uh, space invaders character? That or maybe like some brass knuckles or something. I don't know. All right, now there's flavor in these. Oh, he's got some flavors. There is flavor. Like, what's the flavor? These are a superior chip. Folks, folks, if you're deciding between shrimp chins and Wang seasoning, I go Wang seasoning every time. It may be February, but in this house, it's Wang season. Oh, whoa, that one looks like a ninja star. Wang's is the brand, bro. Yeah. These are all different. There's a shark. Oh, different shapes. This is a delicious chip. I'm a fan of this chip. I would buy more of this. So this is the chip that I followed the lady in the aisle and she bought some of this. And so I bought it. Shout out. Shout out to that lady. I need some. Describe the taste. I'm going to say it's like a exotic barbecue. It's like a barbecue, but different. It's got uh, less sweetness. More savory, but I would I would put it closest to a uh, like a peppery like a barbecue. Cape Cod uh, Hawaiian Hawaiian no, barbecue. It's very savory, very savory. Why does it got to be Hawaiian? We're Korean. Well, there's a whale, a little whale. So Am I shapes in here? Cool, cold. I I would go back just for these Wang seasoning chips. Kordobop. 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 It's made of fish. All right, shrimp. Chimchi, Kodibop. Kodibop wins. Kodibop, five out of five. Kodibop is my vote. What an adventure. I talked about dude Steve and I went down there. Just an explosion of international flavors at that market. Uh, Everything from different Asian cultures, Central America, South America, Europe, anything you'd want from around the globe. Wonderful restaurant in the back. Couple restaurants. 
Had some nice noodles. Can't eat in, we discovered after we ordered our food. We did it so backwards. We, we did it we, absolutely we wrong. We did a little uh, tailgating with our soup noodles. <laughs> totally worth it. We got some shade. People were looking. Didn't care. And they, I think they were jelly at the end of the day. I think they were like, these guys, no. All right, that's our drink segment of the evening. We had um, Steve with the Coastal Love by Wicked Weed for 3.75 dude cans. Justin with the Teleporter by Unknown Brewing out of Charlotte, four out of five dude cans. Luke from had a beer from Wild Mind Artisan Ales, the Planetary Shoes. Give that a four out of five. And I had the Library by Triple C, also here in Charlotte, with a four out of five. That's a three-way tie for first place with three fours. Steve tied Steve in second place with a three seven five. You guys, <laughs> good effort. I don't, I don't know. Good game, good effort. <laughs> I have no idea why I'm on this pod. <laughs> so let's move <laughs> on to our topic for this evening. Big news out of the music world this week was the list of 2021 nominees for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And so I have, I have a couple questions for the dudes. First, I'm going to just do a quick run through of who those 2021 nominees are. I want to get any thoughts that you guys have on the general concept of the Rock Hall, any issues you have with it, things you uh, like or don't like about it. And are there some massive bands that you're like, how are they not in the Rock Hall? And I do have a list of snubs, some folks that you'd be surprised are not in the rock hall so i think we have a question first i saw dude steve with no the i up. thought like what we don't like about it what we do what we don't like about it, is that what you said yeah if you have any issues with the rock hall so you think about those questions i'm going to run through these 2021 i have those I nominees have a, something those I nominees like i'll be very fast here mary j blige kate bush devo foo fighters the go-go's iron maiden jay-z shaka khan carol king fella kuti Hello, Cool J, New York Dolls, Rage Against the Machine, Todd Rundgren, Tina Turner, and Dion Warwick. Joy. Those are the nominees for 2021. What do you guys think about the Rock Hall, the general concept of it, and people that get in, people that don't get in? Any, any thoughts on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Yeah, I don't like that it's in Cleveland. <laughs> like, why is it in Cleveland? Is there rock and roll in Cleveland? Like, a lot of it that justifies a Hall of Fame? I think the story goes, and, and research probably would have been good on this, but I think the story goes that there was a DJ in the early days of rock and roll music that was a trendsetter and that one of the early adopters of the term rock and roll and was one of the large rock and roll radio sh- shows of the time. Alan Freed. What the story is? What it is? Alan Saturday? Freed. He was a radio DJ, and Cleveland, Ohio is considered the birthplace of rock and roll. There you go. Of that guy. Because of the DJ, no one actually from Cleveland made rock and roll, but the DJ played it all. So they get to be called a rock and roll place because he played other people's rock and roll in Cleveland on the radio. No one from Cleveland made rock and roll. I mean, I'm just saying, right? It's not the birthplace of rock and roll if a DJ played other people's music that aren't from Cleveland. Right? I Hashtag right. I mean, acrimonious. Uh, so... So I think I know three out of the four dudes have been to the Rock Hall. I'm, yeah. I'm one of those. I would say it's pretty awesome. Pretty cool place to walk yeah, around. Wish I had more time. Got pictures in there. Of it. But the dude's opinion that I want to hear is dude Justin. 
Uh, what's your take, Justin, on on who gets into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Do you agree with it? Do you disagree with it? What would you change if you were president of the Rock Hall? Well, <clears throat> I don't know what the voting consists of. Like, I don't know who gets to pick or or what, but I feel like the variance of what's rock and roll and what's not rock and roll really bothers me. Um, like, if we need to have a separate R&B Hall of Fame or a separate uh, rap Hall of Fame. I just think the the mix of what's going into the Rock and Hall of Fame really confuses me. Um, Mary J. Blige ain't rock. Why is she going in Rock and well, Hall of Fame? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, Run DMC. Easy, I, I feel like there's a lot of right. things that yeah. get in there. I think it's and I'm basically like, become the Music Hall of and, Fame. And I'm not, yeah. I'm not discrediting what what type of music or impact they've had on music. It's just when I hear rock and roll, that's just not that's not rock and roll to me. To me, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is just music hall of fame because they put any. Well, any it's kind of what has happened here, but then, yeah. then it's like we're completely forgetting about other genres like country and everything else, but yet we add in rap, and I'm just like, "Hello, Cool J is not rock and roll." Um, yeah. I, so I I don't I don't know what goes into voting or what is picked. Well, I know to be eligible, like this year, you had to have a single or a record released in 1995. Um, so you had to go all the way back there. So that's why the Foo Fighters are finally eligible this year. That, that was like the earliest. Right. You're saying that was... Yeah, you had to have a recording out at least 25 years. And, I, and so the ballots... I just understand that. Like I, just, I, I struggle with the things that get in there and the things that don't get in there. I just don't understand who, who picks this. Is this voted on by? So it's an international voting body of more than a thousand artists, historians, and members of the music industry that take into account the musical influence, length and depth of career and the body of work, innovation and superiority in style and technique. There's also a fan portion. The fans can vote today through April 30th. The top five artists as selected by the fans will be a part of the fan ballot that'll be tallied with all the other ballots that are put out there. Mm. So I think I have a similar issue with, with uh, as Justin, dude Justin had, as well-known lover of all types of music. And there's a lot of people on that list that I'm big fans of that I would not consider rock and roll. If this was called the Music Hall of Fame, I would be totally... Yes. Yeah, on board. But mm-hmm. as a rock and roll Hall of Fame, it's a, it's a little tough to understand. And let me let me throw at you some of the some of the bands that have not um, made it into the Rock Hall that have been eligible for a very very long time. Some some bigger names on here um, when we think of Rock He's Hall. Brief. Duran Duran. Duran Duran's a big one, I think. George Michael, as a solo artist, is not in the Rock Hall. Uh, Harry Nilsson, I think a big singer-songwriter. The 16th Eddie's Harry Nilsson. In Excess, Iron Maiden. There's a lot of uh, big bands out here. Jethro Tull, not Je- in wait the a Rock minute. You're telling me that Todd Rundgren is nominated this year and Jethro Tull's not even in the realm? That's right. Oh, oh, the gang. Had, I got a big problem with that. Jethro Tall would have had an opportunity. These were just the finalists. That... Yeah, these That's were a... all people that have been passed passed over, weren't even nominees this year. I, listen, um, I love Todd Rundgren, but Jethro Tull's like portfolio would run circles around Todd Rundgren. 
Right, Steve? Steve knows. Yes. Oh, you keep saying the name. I have no <laughs> yes. idea what you're talking about. Jethro Tull would run circles around the guy that Justin just yeah. said he'd run well, circles around. Justin, what would you say Todd Rundgren's the most famous for? I thought you guys were saying Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> Can we still be friends? Yeah, I have no idea. I don't no? think we yeah. can be after that. What? That's, that's, it. that's his song. biggest. That's his biggest hit. You guys don't know that song for real. Todd Rungring? Rungring? Is that what he keeps saying? Dolph Rungring. <laughs> Dolph. <laughs> Dolph Rungring. <laughs> you guys. I don't know what you want me to do. Steppenwolf is not oh. in there. Yeah, Steppenwolf could run Weird circles Al, around. Not in there. Oh, that's Oof. not rock and roll. So some of these that you're naming, night, though, not in there. Oh, three three dog dog night. Night. yeah. I mean, the the people that are nominated this year, they're you've you've listed five people I would put in above. Pat them. Benatar, not oh, in there. That's a Travis. Yeah. The monkeys, the monkeys, not in well, the rock. The monkeys, ball. the monkeys are kind of like um, <laughs> Partridge Family. They're kind of like rock. The no, they've got some. They've got some juice in there. That's not. You know, the monkeys it, aren't bad, but they were. <laughs> Husker do not in there. What about Husker don't? Yeah, what about Husker? <laughs> With you know, I'm glad it's not in there. Dave Matthews Band, pretty uh, happy about that. Thank you. Same. Well, they're better than some of these people have been nominated. <laughs> Billy Idol, not in there. Oh. Bad Company, not in there. Are you kidding me? Bad Company. B52s, not in there. See, this is why I can't take the Rock and Roll. Uh, B52. Okay. I don't. Even, I don't even know what they're You're doing. Just- <laughs> You just went like three great bands and then you said B-52s. Those aren't in the same. For what they are. The Love Shack? That's the only song. They, name one other song uh, from B-52s. Tiny Happy People? <laughs> that's not from B-52s. Is it not? No, it that's R.E.M. And R.E.M. together. Oh, but the, the girl was from there. She was in their band. Right? Yeah. yeah. One of the criticisms about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, though, is that they put too many people in. Well, this is the thing. Like, I don't think anybody knows what their cutoff is and what their cutoff isn't. And so then you start nominate bands that don't even have any right to be nominated. Well, it's the nominations are done by people who aren't necessarily musicians, too. And, and they definitely don't pay attention to country. I feel like Willie Nelson should be in the Rock Hall of Fame. But here's the problem is country has their own Hall of Fame. I don't think there's a rap. Is there a rap hall of fame? I think there's a R and B. There an R and B one or Motown? I don't know. We'll we'll check into that. We'll have our uh, research team look into that. See if they're in one as well. So, so if we look at those nominees that I mentioned earlier, uh, I feel like Foo Fighters as great and as successful as they've been, I still think are a terribly underrated band in the history yes. of rock and roll. Yes. Agreed. No, no they anyone may be would the argue only that? existing rock band right now. What, do you mean it's still releasing albums? Yeah. You think? Pearl Jam is, we talked about this, oh, I think we cut it, but Pearl Jam's still releasing albums and they're considered a rock band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but would you say that Pearl, you think Pearl Jam is better than Foo Fighters? Pearl Jam has been in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame a long time ago. That's not what I asked you. I, Big Pearl Jam fan. Do you I'm not like gonna, Foo Fighters less than I, Pearl Jam? Listen, I am 40 years old. You I'm guys weren't even 10 when 10 came out. I understand. 
I was, and I enjoy Pearl Jam. I'm I like sorry. Pearl Jam, but I like Foo Fighters. Is yeah, because Foo Fighters was more popular when you were when you were in your like. Who's you? Like I, you I'd like the, everyone to keep in mind that Luke is one year older. I was going to say, like, who, who are you talking about? Who are y'all? What are you talking who about? Is, oh, wait, hold on, you? hold on. How old are you? Who? Who's you? You. Me? You. 39. But you just turned 39. You just turned 40. <laughs> <laughs> but... Anyways, I was talking about Justin. <laughs> That's what I was asking. Who's who is you guys? Uh, I was talking about you too, because you're younger. Uh, you act uh, so much younger than me, though. Everything that you like is touche, more on Justin's. Touche, touche. Justin's thirty six, right? I think, end of the day, Foo Fighters better 35. be a lock here. I think Rage Against the Machine is a lock. Well, it should and be, but I I can't believe time. the Go Go's already already in there. The Go Go's were a massive massive thing in the 1980s but again like i i to me go-go's are pop music like i don't 100 but if we're gonna let them in if they if if they should be nominated yeah they're better than other things that have gotten in there yeah are the beastie boys in there yeah they should be cool yeah rock Good. gods <laughs> yeah they shred yeah. led zeppelin solos. the who queen Beastie the Beatles, Boy. the Beastie Boys. That's who you think of with the rock, rock and roll. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. I'm glad we tried to get B 52s in there. Yeah. So, so I just think, I don't know what, at what point, like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame decided to start putting other Every, like good hits Hall of Fame, like hits music Hall of Fame. Like, change your name. can't wait till Katy Perry's inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame one day. Right, right. <laughs> is, Michael, is Michael Jackson in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Probably. <clears throat> That's a good question. Because if he's not, then all this other stuff is irrelevant. I'm sure he is. I, I, I'd, I'd be shocked if he wasn't. I mean, if we're talking about Tina Turner being nominated and Michael Jackson's not even in the Rock and Roll. He's, I mean, he's definitely got stuff in the... I've seen some of his, like, costumes and stuff he's there. He's not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yes, Michael, <laughs> Michael Jackson was inducted solo, or first as part of the Jackson 5 in 1997, and then solo in 2001. Okay. Because there's a lot of Motown. I mean, Motown's... So essentially, this is the Music Hall of Fame. This is a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Except for country. <laughs> yeah, except except yes. for country. I got yeah. a list of about... There's about 20 people that have been inducted as a, as a solo artist and as part of a group. Yeah, I feel like Tina Turner's already in there. She is. Tina Ike Turner is already in there with Ike. Who, who else do you think is on that list of in there as a solo... Or at least a part of two different bands, who who's all been inter- in, inducted multiple times? Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney, yes, he's in there solo and with the Beatles. Oh, who has been inducted? Okay, because there is a finalist this year <laughs> that's already been inducted as a band. Yeah, I'll let you know right now. All the Beatles are solo and with the Beatles. Oh, hmm. Any other guesses? Uh, what about Robert Plant? <laughs> nice. Not Robert Plant, but Jimmy Page. Jimmy Page. Jimmy Page. The Yardbirds and Led Zeppelin. Eric Clapton. Oh, okay. Well, then uh, Rod Eric Stewart. Clapton. Rod Three Stewart. times. Yardbirds, yep. Cream, and Solo. Rod Stewart with Faces and Solo. Neil Young. 
Neil Young with Buffalo Springfield and with Neil Young. Doesn't I guess he didn't get inducted with Crosby Stills? Oh, really? Interesting. Because it has it has uh, Stills and Nash and Crosby are all on this list. Did you say Paul Simon? Did you already say Paul Simon? Rick Astley. Paul Simon's on this list. Yeah. (laughs) Give you up. What about Jeff uh, Beck? Lead singer from Dashboard Confessional. (laughs) You on there? No, he's uh, he's not ready. Gabriel's on this list. Ooh, love Gabriel. Stevie Nicks. Phil Collins. So was he with Genesis first? Yep. Uh, uh, Phil Collins is well, Genesis. not on this list. He's oh, not being just with Genesis. Don't be red. That I don't see him on this sense. list. Bill Collins solo isn't in there. His solo is great. I mean, he's not on the list here of multiple inductees. I would assume he's in with oh Genesis. My God, that is now Jeff Beck, uh, Clapton, Crosby, Gabriel, Harrison, Jackson, Lennon, Curtis Mayfield. McCartney, Nash, Nix, Jimmy Page, Lou Reed, Paul Simon, Ringo Starr, Rod Stewart, Stephen Stills, Ron Wood. Oh, yeah, Ron. Neil Young. Hmm. Okay. About that. Season two, episode four of the My Three Dudes podcast. Thanks again to Wicked Weed, Unknown Brewing, Wild Mine Artisan Ales, and Triple C Brewing for providing some much loved, tasty beverages on our episode. Have a nice little chat about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and what we think about it. Good luck to all the nominees. So as always, check us out on uh, Instagram with my three dudes. And please come check out our website. Lots of good things soon to come over there. And again, going to tease, we have some really fun things planned for 2021. Looking for even more special guests. Really want to add that wrinkle. We feel like it's a nice touch and We have a lot of good guests that we've uh, already in the process of lining up. So if you have some good guests or if you are an interesting person that wants to be on and tell us some wonderful tales, hit us up on the My Three Dudes podcast. Thank you, everyone. We love you. Yo. Koreba. (laughs) 